Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome to another hour dedicated to the notion of enlightenment. An hour for inquiry, reflection, questions, and a whole lot more, all in our effort to understand exactly what enlightenment means and what it is to be enlightened. An hour devoted to exploring the edge of consciousness and all that is implied thereof. An hour that recognizes the nature of the subjective experience as being at least as important as the so-called objective reality. Indeed, an hour dedicated to learning something more about ourselves, an hour designed to help us go further inward and perhaps challenge some of those old ideas that the world we live in and the people we have become. Enlightenment to me necessarily implies a certain prerequisite we might just call, as Plato did, the dialectic, or the method of argument based on a dialogue between two or more people who hold different ideas and wish to persuade each other. Sometimes this dialogue can take place entirely in our own minds, as in the instance with some nana-yoga practices. Nana-yoga is the yoga of the intellect, where we strive to evaluate knowledge as inseparable from total experience, or the total experience of reality. And all of this in our attempt to become enlightened. All right, every week I read a few of your letters as our way of paying respect to the importance you play in helping us to shape and improve our show. All right, Moya wrote, I very much enjoy your radio show. I listen as often as possible. Thank you. Well, thank you, Moya. And Debbie wrote, love your show. Glad uh, glad you do, Debbie. All right, Steve wrote, Dear Eldon, I have only recently discovered Hay House Radio, but already uh, I am listening to it every day. I wish we had something like it in the UK. Thanks for a great show. Thank you for your feedback, Steve, and be sure to spread the word about Hay House Radio because you do have it in the UK. Lisa wrote, Thank you so much for your CDs. I have used Freedom from Sugar for a couple of months now, and I have not touched any sweets, nor have I even thought about desserts or sugary foods in a while, not even during PMS. I also have used your Enhancing Romance CD, and I have begun to go out on dates. I keep meeting nice young men who ask me out. My life has really changed since I began using your Intertalk CDs on a daily basis. Thank you. All right, Lisa, thank you. Thank you for your feedback. And my advice, keep on having the fun. Okay, Selena wrote, Thanks for genuinely caring. Your product has been very effective. God bless. Now, Selena is writing me in regards to our free MP3 programs. Please do remember that the MP3 programs we're talking about here are the real deal. These are programs that sell for $27.95 on CD. This is the patented, improved, and effective intertalk technology that has been studied by independent researchers at universities such as Stanford and by governments such as Germany and repeatedly demonstrated effective. There are free programs on my site for a variety of issues, ranging from stress to forgiving and letting go. To get yours, just go to eldentaylor.com. And from the left-hand navigation pane, choose free programs. Can't be simpler. We think of this as our pay-it-forward effort, so please do get yours today. All right, that's, that's all the time we're going to take for our letters, but I do invite you to opine by leaving comments on my website, emailing me at Eldon at eldentaylor.com, or by joining me on Facebook. I do read all of your letters, including those 
that I do not read on this show, and they do impact our programming, so thank you. If your letter did not get read, please. It's not because of anything other than the volume of letters we receive. I must choose just a few to reflect the opinions of the majority and or pick out the ones that challenge uh, our assumptions the most. So if you have written and your letter was not read, please do write again. Now to today's show. I have always been amazed about the power of the mind. Over the years, I have learned how animals care and protect for one another, uh, grieve the loss of a loved one, even bury their dead. And all of this emotion or heart stuff we relate to immediately. But how about their intellectual powers? I remember reading a line years ago by Clifton Fadiman, then editor of Encyclopedia Britannica, that went like this. And God plagued man with the ability to think. Is it a plague? Or a gift? Or both? I have often remarked that what sets humans apart from the rest of nature is not our ability to run fast or to leap tall buildings in a single bound. It's our thinking, reasoning, innovative ability that places us at the top of the predatory inventory. This wonderful and amazing ability is also potentially our worst enemy. Recently, I received an email from a subscriber that thanked me for providing materials that help one get closer to, quote, divine mind. Divine mind. What is that? When you think about consciousness, are you not automatically drawn toward mind? Indeed, what are emotions without mind to recognize and translate them? Since our thoughts have such powerful influence over our reality, our very feelings, ambitions, worries, concerns, and so forth, how do we more fully empower our minds to work for us and not against us? That is, is it possible to train the mind and in the process to untrain those old self-sabotaging thoughts and feelings that many have taken on in their lives? Well, I think so. And there are some truly remarkable technologies today that can assist us in doing so. Many of you have asked me to personally do this show on precisely this subject, to share my work and findings, and so to that end, today we will discuss mind power technologies, and I will happily take your questions. You can join us by calling toll-free 1-866-254-1579, And international callers can dial their country code, then 760-918-4300. Be sure to sign up for my free newsletter. Lots of great information comes to you this way. Plus, you'll always know where I am and what's on next. Okay, Ravinder, I can can see you chewing nails, figuratively speaking. I know you don't really chew them. In fact, one of my favorite stories about our InterTalk programs is about chewing our nails, if you remember that one. Uh, it was Roy's very favorite, too. The fellow that came in, he bought a Stop Chewing the Nails uh, CD. Actually, it was an audio tape at the time. And he came back a couple of weeks later, and he had a complaint. He said there was nowhere that came with his Stop Nail Biting uh, program that it told me I was going to have to buy nail clippers. <laughs> you remember that one? All right, well, it's up to you. You have some questions that our listeners have asked. Uh, where do you want to begin? You know, we've already got a question. Danny says, could you guys talk about self-hypnosis 
Can you play a sample of it? She says, I have no idea how a CD would sound on self-hypnosis. And then she says to me, Ravinda, could you speak on what you might have used it for? Yeah, well, that's kind of cool. That's Good actually question. a big question right there. So, uh, but that's a question you can totally answer. I mean, you don't need me for that because... I always need you. <laughs> well, that's nice. All right. First of all, self-hypnosis. What, what is self-hypnosis? Uh, in my view, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis, as you know, and that's not original with me. As far as I'm concerned, the real founder of hypnosis in our modern era, Milton Erickson, uh, decided that. So this library is really designed to teach you how to hypnotize yourself. Yeah, yeah that, it actually goes further. You know, I mean, self-hypnosis um, is self-hypnosis, but... The way I met you was when you were teaching in England at the National College of Hypnosis and Psychotherapy. So I had a background in hypnosis. And even after I came here, I was exposed to other hypnosis programs. But it really was only through, you know, some of your education, because he educates me all the time, in case you guys don't know that out there. Um, likewise, likewise. <laughs> it's a two-way street, folks. But, you know, the application of using self-hypnosis was new you certainly did teach me that and i do use i use it a lot i use it all the time i use it to help me go to sleep at night if i'm having difficulty falling asleep if i get up during the night and i can't sleep again i will use it i use it to find answers i use it for meditations and you know the spiritual inquiry um i've discovered that i use it a lot and it's so convenient because it's in my head you know i don't have to have any special equipment or i don't have to do anything other than apply the techniques that i have used so to answer your question danny um the, this is actually a course on self-hypnosis so what you hear is eldon talking to you about how you do it um what you can do when you're in that state he gives you an introduction to self-hypnosis he gives you induction procedures and training, and there are different kinds of induction procedures. There's different deepening procedures, how to get yourself deeper into hypnosis. He does actually offer several hypnosis sessions as well, um, but all of that is going to be, you know, the audible part. And then, of course, you can use the subliminal reinforcement as well. So it is a complete audio course. I'd like to kind of clarify that... Uh, what I believe that you do when you learn self-hypnosis is you, f you first must learn what hypnosis is. Yes. And so in order to learn what it is, I mean, you can have all the theoretical. You can talk about alpha brainwave states and theta brainwave states. You, you know, you can talk about the history of, of hypnosis, mesmerism, magnetism, James Bray, da-da-da-da-da. But in reality, the only way you really know is to experience. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, what, what I tried to do in this uh, training uh, library was to give you the actual experience. So you get the experience, then you get the post-hypnotic cues necessary to reinduce the experience, while at the same time you're getting how and why of everything interfacing, and then you get deepening procedures. And, and in doing this over the course of, of three or four sessions, you really get the ability to where you can just use the cue. I mean, I have my own cue uh, that I used to use all the time when I went into a courtroom because if, if I was called to testify, I swear I needed a, a new sports coat 
you know, a, a new suit jacket at the end of every testimony because my armpits would pour like they were the Spokane River, you know. <laughs> uh, and, and I would use that cue. And it was a simple cue. You know, it was relax now. And I would find that all of that kind of, well, not all of it, but most of it for sure, would just dissipate, would just, uh, you know, uh, disappear into the imagery and visualization that I had attached to that cue, that relaxation cue, that conditioning. Pablo showed us you can condition dogs, 144 repetitions, and the dog will salivate when you ring the bell with or without the food. Human beings aren't any different. You know, the conditioning process uh, is the same for us, and we can learn to train our minds and to condition ourselves to enjoy uh, experiences that are otherwise very stressful. That's all I wanted to add, that little caveat. I'll let you go now. (laughs) Um, With, you know, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying there. I don't have a cue that I use for myself, but I do have my happy place, my special happy place. Um, What I ended up doing was actually using a combination. You've got your power imaging programs. Now, just for everyone out there, you know, when I first came over here, I had background in hypnosis, but to me, hypnosis was the old stuff. That was boring. It was a subliminal that was new and exciting. So it took a long time for me to um, even try your power imaging programs. And then I had to try one one day for quality control purposes and I put on the esteem you were out of town at the time and I put it on at night you know put my feet up lay back heard the voice count me down and then I heard the voice count me back up again I heard nothing in between so for quality control purposes zilch. <laughs> I tried the same thing again the following night and had exactly the same experience so then the next day because I still had to quality control this program I had to play it as I was cleaning house because then I could hear the whole thing. Now, I've not had that experience since. I mean, now whenever I use the power imaging programs, I do actually hear it all. But what I've ended up doing now is I use a combination of, you know, what you teach in the power imaging and what you do in the self-hypnosis training course. So now at the drop of a hat, I can, I mean, wherever I am, I can be on a crowded bus, I can be arguing with the children. Not that we do that, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, we'd never admit that. (laughs) But I just sit back, you know, take a deep breath, close my eyes, and I am back on my beach in my house. And it it is serene. And then whatever I want to work on, you know, I have my chair in my house and it's facing the TV screen. Now, you have to try the power imaging program to understand fully what I'm talking about here. But, you know, I sit in my chair, I face my TV screen, and I tune to any channel that I want. And I get to see, you know, what the issue is. I get to see the answers. I get to access my higher self in this whole process. And I do that. I have that with me. So it's not something, as I said, that you have to carry tools around with. That's the beauty of it. I've always got it. So I have my happy place. Yeah, I think what you're describing when you talk about uh, that 
period of time where you just felt like you were asleep is a very common experience. In that common experience, you're really not asleep at all. Before we get back to today's show, I want to remind you to like, I'll put that word in quotation marks, in the words of Facebook, our Provocative Enlightenment Facebook page. And while you're there, again, I invite you to join me personally on Facebook as a friend. And finally, be sure to check out the free programs and sign up for our free newsletter when you visit EldonTaylor.com. Okay, now back to the show. Gravinder, you were telling everybody about this hypnosis program. Uh, We'll be right back after these words from some of our friends. Be sure to stay tuned. We are all very aware of the power of belief. But are you aware that many times it is your inner beliefs that cause you to sabotage your own dreams and goals? Success is so much more likely when your inner beliefs are in line with your outer goals. And now, using Eldon Taylor's InnerTalk technology, you can do just this. InnerTalk is a patented subliminal technology and is the only such technology to be researched by numerous independent universities and institutions, including Stanford, and been demonstrated effective at priming yourself talk. There are hundreds of titles to choose from, ranging from weight loss to esteem, organized and efficient to prosperity and abundance, attracting the right love relationship to winning sports performance, accelerated learning to accelerated healing. Eldon Taylor's patented InnerTalk technology is your key to success. Check it out today. Visit www.innertalk.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-T-A-L-K.com. InnerTalk.com. Do you feel like you've become lost in a funhouse? Only seeing the reflection of yourself, past, future, and present, but unable to find the real you? I invite you to step through the doorway and onto the path leading to understanding of your mind, your choices, and the influences that surround you. Read Elton Taylor's New York Times best-selling book, Choices and Illusions. Now expanded, updated, and revised. It will provide you with real-life examples of how you can break free from your current perceptions and begin your journey to how high is up. Get your copy today from all bookstores or online from Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome back. All right. Now, we have a number of questions. We're going to take a question before we jump back in. Andrea, you pointed one out. It's really, an, an out, well, all questions are outstanding questions. What is the question? Yes, Vic would like to know if the hypnosis CDs are a voice-guided visualization or are you listening to subliminal undertones of music? And the answer to that is a little of both. I mean, first of all, hypnosis has always got a voice in it. If you're a hypnotist, you have to learn to talk. Uh, you push the talk button so that you can go nonstop. I can remember a dear friend of mine, also an author today, who has had one child, and she wanted to have this child natural birth. And so she asked me to help her do it with hypnosis. And we did preparation in advance of her uh, maternity. And so once a week I saw her, and we did some conditioning. Then the time came that she went into labor, and... Uh, she and her husband called me because he'd rushed her up to the hospital, so I went up to the hospital. She wanted no blocks. She wanted to do this completely natural. 
And I can tell you what 24 hours of nonstop talk is about, because it was 24 hours of nonstop hypnosis to keep the the pain away for for this lovely person. Uh, but what you what you have in answer to your question, Vicky, is you're going to have guided imagery, which is someone talking. In a beginning instance, you're probably going to get. A progressive relaxation so you're going to be asked to think about an area of your body and to direct all your thoughts to that area and then to begin to relax it now I'm greatly simplifying this but you're going to have that voice pattern you're also in our programs going to have tones and frequencies that will entrain brainwave states mechanically like uh, like your physician who taps you on the knee and you get that knee-jerk response, you'll have a frequency-following response. Your brainwave pattern will slow down, will enter into these alpha-theta states mechanically. All right. Now, Ravinder, where do you want to go from here? Well, the other thing that, you know, you should all do out there is actually subscribe to Eldon's e-news. He generally sends it out every other week. He includes articles and other three things uh, constantly in there, but it's also the only place he advertises the majority of his special offers. You know, when we keep all our other costs down, then we can pass it on to everyone. So if they subscribe to your e-news. Yeah, that's great. And, and the specials do come out, but I, you know, I, I'd like to think that we have some great articles in there too, you know. I, I, I said that. Yeah, I, I, said you I, I just want to emphasize the great articles because I write them all. Yeah, and the, <laughs> but then people... You know, make their comments, and then you often reply to those emails whenever you can as well. So it continues the dialogue, you know, in a great deal more depth. Okay. Now, Andrea, regarding yes. subliminals, and I want to get to that. So read this comment. Um, Claire says she has the arthritis program and has noticed a difference after a few days, and she's just hoping you'll cover exactly how the subliminals work. Okay. And from the rest of her, she says, I know my subconscious mind hears. But I guess that means the subconscious hears everything. Could you talk a bit about the mechanics of it? As I have used for many years, I know they blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Now, uh, bottom line is this. We tend to believe that uh, everything that you process in your, in your life is stored somewhere in your mind, somewhere in your memory cycle. You, it, it may be repressed. It may be lost. But... You know, I, I have personally seen, let me give you an example of, of this. I have personally, in years past, I'm sorry for the double digression there, but in years past, um, I did a lot of forensic hypnosis. And uh, in instances, I've had law enforcement call me in because someone has lost something. And we have been able to utilize hypnosis to find where they last placed that loss. But the most important most impressive experience i ever had with this was a armed robbery victim uh, this was a gentleman that was leaving a theater a multi-screen theater with a night deposit taking it to well indeed he was at his bank about to make it in the night depository when a vehicle pulled in behind him somebody jumped out of the car ran up stuck a gun through the window and demanded the money whereupon he gave him the money and they fled he was able to tell law enforcement, essentially, it was a very big gun. And that was it. <laughs> it was a very big gun. 
Now, under hypnosis, this fellow had been the manager of a Hertz uh, auto rental. Under hypnosis, he had seen the automobile in the rearview mirror pull in behind him. He recognized the make and the year of the vehicle. He saw the dome light go on. He could describe the driver, the facial hair and whatnot on the driver. The weapon, he was able to tell us the caliber, tell us that there were grease marks on this fellow's hands and under his nails, indicating perhaps he was a mechanic and on and on. To make a long story short, before the night was over, we had an arrest. Uh, When you think about how the mind processes all the stimuli, what we basically see is we have a budget for attention. The budget for attention attends to the most urgent information of the moment. The big gun. The big gun. gun, Right. If, If you're, you know, there's a party phenomena that I think just about everybody has experienced that may illustrate this a little better. If we've all been to a party where we're intent in a conversation with somebody, we're one-on-one, we're having this conversation, there are other people around and they're talking, they're having their conversations, other noises, etc., and we're blocked out to them. We are just intent on ours, and then someone says our name. Bang! It, it gets through immediately. It, yeah, who's talking about me? <laughs> it, yeah, that's right. It's like we have an antenna that is out there, our own little radar that is scoping for, for that information that is urgent. Well, when you think about all of the stimuli that is available to be processed simultaneously, uh, the brain has to, the mind has to have a budget for what it can decide that it's going to give its attention to. If... If I'm going through my life and everything is working just fine, I never hear my somatic information. But if suddenly my heart begins to beat rapidly, it gets my attention. What, what, what is that about? And, and, and so in answer to your question, what happens is all this information is processed, but it is prioritized differently. It comes into conscious attention differently. Now, Potzell showed us very early on in the research with subliminal that Subliminal information is prioritized often over that information that we are cognitively aware of, that we process with full conscious awareness. Indeed, the prioritization is such that the information often gets incorporated into our dream imagery, which is what Potzell's work was done. What my work has shown is it will prime self-talk. And because it primes self-talk, it begins to change the way we talk to ourselves from the inside out. So we can take something as simple as, and, and this is one of my favorite uh, things to do in public, you, you can ask an audience of thousands, I've done this many times, how many of you would like to make a million dollars this year? And everyone will raise their hands. Then you tell them, what I want you to do is say to yourself very slowly and very meaningfully, um, this year I'm going to make a million dollars. Because in order to do so, you you recognize that you must believe that. It takes just a couple of seconds and you see these smiles and sometimes laughter breaks out. And that's because what happens is you get back talk. 
you, from the inside out, you get things like, yeah, sure, what are you going to do, rob a bank? You know, if you say to yourself, I am good, and you say that and you really mean it, and, and you settle on that for a minute, if it's not something your interior fully accepts, you'll get conversation that comes back, that self-talk that says things like, sure, good at what? Well, how about, do you remember when? So what you try to do, and, and the real power of subliminal, is it changes the way we talk to ourselves, And in that process, it changes our expectation. It changes, therefore, the world that we live in. And instead of uh, expecting that life sucks and then you die, you expect that there's good in everything. Or instead of expecting, you know, in fact, let me, let me add this to it. My favorite model, and one of the things that we do when we create our subliminal programs is we create mutually exclusive uh, sets of affirmations. And by that, I mean we take a situation, um, maybe let's say it's cigarette smoking, and instead of putting affirmations on there that smoking will kill you, smoking is deadly, smoking is harmful. There are uh, people that do that stuff. I I know that, but it... But that aversive stuff has also been proven not to work, number one, and it's very, very dangerous. dangerous. It's like, don't touch sweat paint. Now, how many people don't actually touch it when they see the sign? If you have an an affirmation like uh, cigarettes will kill and you break down and have one, well, haven't you just primed yourself to get really sick? That's exactly what you've done. You've actually suggested that. So, all right, we don't do any of that stuff, okay? And then... I, I guess I'm glad that you pointed that out. I was going to avoid that because it's kind of, but, but uh, all right, at any rate, we don't do that. What we do is we create a mutually exclusive set of affirmations. So in other words, you know, whether it's sports, and we've done a lot of those, as you know, we've for elite athletes, whether it's sports or it's something like cigarettes, what we want to know is what goes through the mind of that successful athlete. What goes through the mind of that non-smoker? Because if what we can do is create a set of affirmations that really become, if you will, the matrix for a thought process about a given subject, mm-hmm. okay? And that set, as a, as a total, creates a context in which cigarettes are just disgusting. Well, then you stop smoking naturally and you stop smoking without any of this subversive other stuff. Yeah. So if you think about that, my favorite, as you know, analogy of this, and, and many of our listeners will have heard it by now, is the spit analogy. The spit in my mouth right this minute as I think about it and taste it is very good. I'm glad I have it because without that saliva, I'm not talking. But the minute I spit it in a, an imaginary cup in front of me, and then think about drinking that spit back, Gross. it becomes Gross. disgusting. It gets to me every so, time, and I've heard that story a gazillion times. Well, as you know, then, so if you can take the cigarette and you can just change the context, instead of it being my friend, it's, it's my loyal, my faithful, always there, assuages my anxiety, makes me all that nonsense, which really is nonsense, and believe me, I know, because I smoked for many years. Uh, instead of having that as our view of cigarettes, it becomes the spit in the glass 
that context change and everything else changes. Well, we try to do that with everything that we do, and I, and I hope that does answer your question. Okay, what have you got next? I, one of the questions I would like to ask, you know, what then is the advantage of subliminal affirmations as opposed to audible affirmations? Well, an audible affirmation, and there's a lot of power for audible affirmations. So first of all, I want you to understand that I'm not discounting them. But herein is the problem. I have lots of scripts that are in my mind, and many of them are the result of traumas, imagined or real. Uh, They're the result of defense strategies that have been designed to minimize uh, feelings that are injurious. Uh, They can be as simple as I smiled a certain way when I was a child and somebody said I had a stupid-looking smile, smile, and so I don't smile, Uh you know? And deep in my mind, this compensatory strategy, these defense mechanisms, all of this this kind of thing, they have their own uh, traffic pattern, if you will. So when I decide I am going to change that traffic pattern, I'm going to create a new semaphore, put a red light here, a green light here, I'm going to get my thinking going this way instead of that way in our metaphor, and I say to myself that statement, you know, I am free of cigarettes, and I say it, and I'm just coming back to cigarettes, and I and I put it on my mirror, and I and I put it on my car, and I, you know, well, first of all, I'm not, am I? I'm looking at it, and I'm not. And second of all, I'm going to get this back talk. Yeah, sure you are. I mean, who are you kidding? You know, now anything that is. I said earlier, you know, I am good. If you have an esteem problem and you're creating affirmations and those affirmations, I like myself, I feel good about myself, they're helpful. But if this esteem problem is due to uh, issues that for all intent and purposes are tied into defense strategies, uh, they're typically not going to be successful. And the reason for that is we rely on how we talk to ourselves much more than how people talk to us. So when, when I read something, I am good, and my inner talk says back to me, well, yeah, maybe at some things, uh, as, as Ford might say, when that shadow surfaces itself, surface, surfaces <laughs> itself, there we go, thank you, what, what I end up doing is I find that I compromise the power of that affirmation. I, and I only need to compromise it once or twice, and I have forever compromised it. And the reason is because, okay, I've seen it. I'm free of cigarettes. Well, I'm really not, but I'm going to be. You know, I'll just keep seeing it, and I know I will be. It's kind of like I'm rich. I have lots of money. Uh, I'm buying a new Jaguar. When indeed you're looking for a job, you know. In order to be able to make these things work, it, it really has to come from the inside out. I really have to have that reinforcement. It has to be me saying to me, I like myself. Life is wonderful. I'm successful. I'm prospering more and more every day. You know, It has to be from the inside out. That's cool. You know, the example I always give, too, regarding the inner talk programs, you know, we all talk to ourselves all the time, 
And if we're having a bad day, you know, that self-talk is going to go along the lines of, I hate my life, I can't wait to go home, I'm fed up, I'm tired, I'm bored. Um, then if you change that, that self-talk, so what you're saying to yourself is, I'm having fun, this is cool, then it's really hard to be depressed at the same time. You cannot be depressed when your self-talk is saying, I'm happy. No, that's a fact. You know, it's, it's the old um, analogy, my finger hurts, well then hit yourself in the toe with a hammer. You cannot, you cannot have two pains, you know, simultaneously, two areas of pain. I mean, one's going to get your attention more than the other. So, and, and the same is true. And, and, you know, there are just simple little things that people can do without ever getting technologies of any kind that can really make a big difference. And, and you're on the tip of one when you suggest that because just smiling, uh, fake it till you make it. That's my favorite way to say it. <laughs> The brain doesn't know that a smile is genuine or synthetic. You just smile and endorphins are released by the brain. The research shows us that thinking about happy moments for 20 minutes a day, just remembering happy moments, it, it can even be the kinds of things you see on television in a comedy skip, okay? Thinking about those happy moments for 20 minutes a day strengthens our immune system, uh, and, and, and for all intent and purposes, you know, gives rise to giving us greater longevity and, and greater quality in our life. Yeah, yeah that's good. And one of, one of the examples that, you know, I always enjoy too, this was quite some time ago. And once again, I was quality controlling the Joy of Humor program. Um, I had, I on that particular day, I was cranky. Now, as you know, I don't get cranky often that particular day. I was, I just had the crankies but I put on the joy of humor program and it was about an hour and a half afterwards I turned to Anne-Marie who worked for us at the time you know really good friend wonderful person but I turned to her and said isn't this fun and it's like hang on I caught myself <laughs> I mean just an hour and a half earlier I had been yeah I could have done some damage to anybody who walked by because I was just... <laughs> now, you're not big enough to really do that, so everybody needs to know that you're just... You say that in metaphor, but yes, I mean, uh, it's interesting... But on the other hand, they don't all work quite that fast because I used the accelerated healing when I had the rheumatoid arthritis, and I played it every single night for 15 months, and I went hunting for alternative treatment. I wanted it gone. I didn't believe in being sick. And yeah, so, but most people out there don't know that you were told, you know, hey, this is permanent. You're headed for a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, doctor, da, yeah. Da, da, I was da, in da. trouble. I couldn't change yeah. my our son's diaper when he was three months old. It was it was that bad. It was it was bad. But 15 months and you're afterwards, completely free. Yep, I've not taken any meds for it. How long has it been now? Ten years. and a half years? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there are some things that do take longer. But once you've tried some of these programs and you see the difference, then it makes it worth, you know, persisting with some others. So, of course, I do work with things like uh, strategic planning and peak performance. I do that because I'm not the most organized of people. Now, we're getting short on time, and there's so many other subjects that I can yeah. see here on the board. That One of the things I wanted to point out is most of this is all covered in my book, Mind Programming. Yes. And that's available in paperback, and it's available now online in, in brick-and-mortar bookstores. Uh, I saw it online at both Barnes & Noble and Amazon for just about $10. Yeah. And it comes with a free Intertalk CD, 
that we would sell normally for twenty seven ninety five. It's the Serenity CD, and I guarantee if you are suffering from any kind of stress or anxiety, this CD will just knock it. And and you know the proof is in the pudding. Uh, I would really suggest, you know, that's a great buy. And Get I did put the Earl for that, too, at eldentaylor.com. So I, I try to make things simple for everyone out there. So go to eldentaylor.com to get mind programming that, you know, deals with all the inner talk stuff. And the Earl for the free MP3s. There are some things that you can just try. Try it out for yourself. All right. Well, we've come to the end of another hour of Provocative Enlightenment. I want to thank you all for joining us, and I hope you enjoyed our show, and will join us again next week, same time and same place. And if you like our show, do let us all know. Until next time, remember, believing in yourself always matters. <laughs>